Live from the Tech Talk studios hey. in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. Well, it's that time of the week. It's time for Tech Talk. I'm Brad Cost, my co-host, the one and only Dr. Jay Greenstein. Jay, buddy, how are you doing today? What's up, brother? It's uh, happy Friday, man. I'm just glad it's the weekend and I uh, had a busy week and now we're finishing off the week with an awesome podcast with a with an awesome guest, I might add. Yeah, absolutely. You've had a you've had a couple of hopping weeks, man. We were in Las Vegas last week. And, yeah, we all uh, were, yeah. Yeah. You you're you're swamp, man. We've got a great guest with us today, a longtime friend of yours, yeah. a business associate also, I think. And and why don't you introduce uh Dr. Capra and let's get going. It's my pleasure. I, I will never forget the first time I uh talked to Brian. I was driving down uh, the BW Parkway and he was telling me about this really cool software that he had built. And I'm like, I don't know, man, like I already got this software thing and you know, whatever. But it ended up where that call literally changed my life. And so we'll get into that a little bit more. But today we have Dr. Brian Capra. He's the CEO of Genesis Chiropractic Software. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole new name for the company because they just had an amazing transaction occur, which I'll let him share. But dude, Welcome, my yeah, friend. Yeah, welcome, Brian. Gentlemen, it's a pleasure to be here. So glad to have you. So, Brian, probably everybody knows who you are, but like, do me yeah. a favor. Tell, um, yeah, dude, you're popular. <laughs> um, tell the audience, in case somebody's been like, you know, living in, you know, with their head in the sand, tell people, mm-hmm. you know, give people the origin story. Like, how'd you become a chiropractor and, and how did that transition into you, like, becoming the CEO of this amazing chiropractic software platform? Uh, sure. Yeah, that's uh, it's crazy story after story and situation after situation that leads you to that place. Um, even becoming a chiropractor was like very serendipitous. But um, the uh, yeah, and you, I went to school and I was uh, in at life in in Marietta and was gonna graduate. My mission: I'm gonna go save the world. I'm gonna ch- you know change the planet. You know, <laughs> gonna save millions of lives. And um, and that's that was it. There was no way in hell I thought I would actually be in software or billing service or it just didn't cross my mind. And I was actually looking to, I had a really nice practice in Princeton, New Jersey inside of a Gold's gym. And I was actually going to franchise that model, go mm-hmm. into other gyms, do all that stuff. So I was looking for financing. Then I met uh, my bookkeeper was the bookkeeper for the gym. And she came into my office and said, do you need help? And I said, of course, I had no idea what I was doing. And I was just busy, you know? Yeah. And so she started doing my books and she said, what are you doing for billing? Um, you know, medical billing. And I said, I have this company. I have no idea what they're doing. I'm outsourcing it. I don't know if I'm making the money I should be making. I, I really don't know, but I'm too busy. Yeah. So she introduced me to friends of hers that uh, were building technology in the cloud. And this is 20 years ago with wor- workflow automation and AI components of it. And, um, one was a, uh, a graduate from Princeton, computer science graduate from Princeton, and his father was uh, a technology guy. He's a, he built he worked on Wall Street, was a CIO at Lehman Brothers, wow. worked in Bell Labs, uh, you know, worked in Bell Labs, uh, PhD, had patents in uh, workflow automation and all this stuff. So that's very you know the odds of me meeting those guys are very is very small, but they they explained to me what they were doing just for the medical billing side of things. And they explained to me the methodology and how it worked and why it, why it made more sense when you apply strict workflow automation rules and um, leverage manpower and tr- 
uh, provide with the cloud transparency and control and all those tools that you know about mm -hmm. all those things you have now um how that really is the way to drive collections to to their maximum so i'm like hey it can't be worse than what i got <laughs> so <laughs> let's it's give it a up shot. from here <laughs> yeah and uh we did we implemented it my collections went up 40 percent wow didn't change anything yeah that's how bad it was um and you know from there i realized that um, it was a great business but when I learned about the workflow automation, I realized that that could be applied in many parts of a practice. Um, it could be applied to the patient experience and retention and, all, and cash collections and everything. So I said to them, you know, first of all, I know a lot of people that need what you have. So we partnered and we started with just billing. So, but we need to really build an end-to-end -end solution. Mm. And they were reluctant to that in the beginning for probably a year and a half, two years of it. They were reluctant to do it. And um, eventually they started building little pieces of a system, like a scheduler in the beginning. And I said, hey, look, if, if you can build this stuff, this list of items, I can get rid of that software that I'm using that was costing me 700 bucks a month um, at the time. And um, if it's good for me, there's a lot of people on that software. And they're like, okay, we start building it. And then we start going to shows and say, hey, we got this. And it was not as robust as other systems, but it was at the time free. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, and the, the, the billing was the, the big thing, right? So that's how we started. That's the genesis of Genesis. And um, like I said, the, you know, the, just the people I've met along the, the way have been the odds. It's, it's a God thing. You know? <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, Brad, we, we, we've had conversations and you've had experiences with your customer base, people who come to you that have no idea what's going on with their billings, their claims have been sitting there for literally over a year, unbilled. You know, this is a common problem in chiropractic where they think, you know, the office manager, whoever is doing their insurance, is doing their job. There's no transparency. There's no accountability and people have no idea what's going on in their practice. So this is not unique, right? Like, we collectively see this all the time. Yeah. And when you have solutions like Infinity and Genesis, where there is transparency and you can provide accountability and the workflow automation is managing process, people are not managing process, it's a game changer. I mean, it was for me. I was able to offload my entire billing team, which by the way, was not very good. I had 13 people who were doing my billing and I got rid of that expense. But more importantly, I got rid of the headache. It was such a headache. So it was a godsend when we switched. Yeah, you know, I've heard I've heard that early story of Brian. I didn't know what I was doing. I don't know how much I was making. You know, that's sort of the genesis of the dashboards is yeah. I got tired of doctors saying, I don't even know what's going on. I'm trusting the $12 an hour person that I'm paying in the room next door. And I really don't know. And there's many, many a times I've had to call doctors and say, listen, something's going on in your office. You, you know, here's an example, here's proof. We think that's a lot. And I'll, you know, a, a week later I'll get, we'll get candy or flowers or uh, thank you gifts to say, dude, you were so right. How do you know that? It, it's one of the reasons I'm so excited to know Brian and Genesis and, and that's really come from you, Jay, you know, and, because there are a lot of doctors that are in this exact same situation and need help. And they just, you know, Brian, I think the next thing is how do we get them to cut the cord 
and trust that there is better things that can happen to them. They're, they're just so wrapped up and so deep in the rut, they do mm-hmm. not know how to climb out. Well, one of the ways we solved that problem of, of, you know, you're right, the doctors are just so caught up in everything that it takes to find patients and teach their team what to do and process patients and give great care and all this stuff. They forget the simple things like submitting the claim, you know, at the end of the day, uh, and, and you would be shocked. Um, so you got to have checks and balances. And one of the ways we do that is every, you make it part of the process of seeing your patient, that you're seeing your patient, they, they, they check themselves into the table and you see what you've done the previous time. And even the documentation is part of that. Make it very easy to do the documentation and submit the claim in real time so that it's done. And, and at worst, at the end of the day, there's a short list of patients that you have to do that for that you kind of left to the side rather than the entire stack of patients you've seen that day or that week. Right. So you got to whittle it down. Give yourself a fighting chance to actually get it done. Yeah. Um, stay compliant. Yeah. I mean, my docs, they they see the patient, they do the note. See new patients, sometimes they'll do it later at the end of a shift, but they're billing in real time. Like we like there is a deadline they have. They bill in real time. We bill same day and like that's it. And I'm flabbergasted by, you know, Brad will ask the question when we're speaking on stage, like, so how long do you think it should take to submit a claim after you've seen the patient? Uh, people say like a week or a couple of days. I'm like, are you, are you, are you kidding me? Like, no. So Brian, I got a question for you. Um, the, the, the switching cost from going from one chiropractic EHR to another in many people's eyes is really difficult and significant. It's like, yeah, I want to use Genesis but I, I'm stuck in this other software and I just, I don't, I, it's going to be too big of a deal for me to get out. Now I, I've done it a couple of times. So I know what that experience is like. It was about a billion, a, a billion times smoother with Genesis. Oh yeah. I've switched four times. This mm-hmm. Genesis is my last. I'm not, got, not the, we're good. Thank yeah, God. I'll do that. I think yeah, I'm- yeah, <laughs> I know the checks in the mail, but, but can you talk <laughs> to the switching cost piece and, and how technology and what your solution has done to make it so much easier for people just to move over. Dude, I think I've, yeah. been, I've been in part of your life during uh, most of the switches. And, uh, yeah. y- y- you know, you had some terrible, terrible experiences in some of those. Awful. You know, Awful. there was one I remember that was so wrapped up. There was no way we were getting information out of that system yep. uh, to move you anywhere. Yep. And, it was uh, a disaster. Yeah. I know on our side, it's it's a problem getting doctors to move. I'm going to let Brian address this in a minute, but that's a barrier. They don't want an interruption in cash flow. They don't want to go through the re-education process. They are stuck. They feel like in their mind in that rut and can't get out of it. When really and truly today, most of the time with commercial payers, there, there really is very low enrollment time. We are changing our enrollment process this year where some of the core things that we're doing to be more focused on workflow ourselves is enrollment. It's a barrier for every clearinghouse in America and how they do it, how they enroll patients, uh, how they enroll their providers. I mean, and we're going to overcome that with workflow. And uh, you, you just got to take the step. Maybe Brian's got more magic than I do, but you, you got to trust and you got to understand the rut you're in is going to bury you if you don't get out of it. Right? You think that? You yeah, think I, I, I think that's what you just said at the end there was important in that, first of all, do yourself a favor and realize how much time and energy it's costing you to stay where you're at and tr- extrapolate at that over the rest of your career. 
it's one of the the things my team does well in the, you know, call of sales process is, you know, we show them where they're going to be more efficient and how their insurance collections will improve if it's that or how their patient retention will improve. And if they don't extrapolate that over the, the next however long you have in practice, 10, 20 years, and it's astronomical how much money and time it costs you. And if you can do yourself a favor and wrap your head around that, that's some of the motivation that it's going to help you push you over the the, the edge there. Um, the other side of it is, yeah, we we we've it's been a big focus of ours over the past couple of years. We've built a, a white glove service where we're able to go into whatever software you're using, actually look at all your appointment types and your patients and who's scheduled and week by week schedule them out. Um, get your all your patient demographics out, put them in, get x-rays out of your old system, put them in your patient, do all that grunt work and focus you and your team on just training on the system, the parts that you're actually going to use over and over and over again, rather than bogging you down with, you know, what is really data entry. Um, so that being able to do that has been a game changer um, and gets doctors be able to move much faster with a better um, understanding of the system. Because, you know, like any, any system, what you learn in the first let's say month or two, that's going to be like 80% what, of what you'll ever know, yeah. right? Maybe 90%. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to learn a whole lot more. So um, it's really important for, for us to make sure they get the most out of that that beginning part. And, and then when it comes to claims and stuff like that and enrollments, we leverage automation, right? So once they get on the system, um, they can actually function like a fully functioning practice, submitting claims, the system will actually, if they're not fully enrolled yet, that it'll hold them. And as soon as they are, everything is clear. They just on our side, not so we're, they're not. We're not distracting them. It's on our side. We'll we'll release all the claims the, the second it's due, and we're tracking that, and we're making sure it's done, and that the enrollments are finished, and all that, so that because we have a vested interest as well as a billing service. So we want it the, the day it's due, but we want them to focus on how they practice, not on admin stuff. Right. Amen. So systems uh, able to do that as the way it should be, you know, <laughs> listen, we're going to, we're going to take a, a little break here uh, to recognize our sponsors, but we're going to be right back. We're talking with Dr. Brian Capra. And again, my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein, we'll be right back. Damn, damn, damn. Let's slow it down. With the hot data jocks of talk. Ooh. It's tech talk. Welcome to Infinity. We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user-friendly. This is the public side. You can log into your personal web portal here. This is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing is simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these blue numbers. To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your Infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you. Your weekly dose of talk. Get, get ready. With the data jocks of talk. 
starting your weekend out right with the data jocks of talk. It's TikTok. Welcome back. It's Tech Talk. I'm Brad Cost. Again, we've got Dr. Brian Kepper with us today and my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein. Great conversation. Uh, all three of us, guys, are highly motivated. We all own technology companies. We're all trying to get to that cutting edge piece. Jay, I know you had a pretty good experience, a great experience moving to Genesis. You're a huge voice for them today, just like you are for my company, Infinity. But you and I out on the road, we hear these horror stories all the time, don't we? I mean, all the time. It's just shocking to me the number of doctors that are struggling with this issue. And yeah. we we've got more and more companies moving to cloud thinking that's the solution, but what Brian what you're doing is even much greater level of detail than just the connectivity, correct? The connectivity of, of the cloud, cloud. Um, it's interesting to me that um, some of the software companies that are have been out there that have been client server for years are now trying to get into the cloud. And it's interesting. My perspective is, I don't think it's flawed, but it could be. But their motivation is wrong, and that's why you see them having so much difficulty. Um, they figured out that it's no, it's no secret that. Um, Software companies, when they're a SaaS model, recurring monthly revenue, they sell for way more money than non, non-SaaS companies, right? So, you know, they figured out we have however many thousand clients. If we get that into a recurring revenue model, uh, we will make a lot more money. And when that's the motivation, it's really hard not to screw it up, um, as opposed to where we started from it, and 20 years ago, where people were objecting to being in the cloud. Right. Um, but we knew it was the future. We knew it was where everybody would go, and we knew the capabilities it would give us in the future were going to be game-changing, um, th that you needed the cloud to have workflow automation and artificial intelligence and transparency and control and all those things. You, it was a prerequisite to get the most value to the customer. When you do it the other way around, you're going to fall on your face. Um, but the cloud is very important. But just because a software is in the cloud doesn't necessarily make it very good. Well, you see, I see softwares just moving their current program into the cloud, thinking, you know, now I can call it a cloud-based system. And really, they haven't changed workflow processes. or they, They've just sort of carried their problems into a cloud and, and sometimes can complicate. Now, I got to be honest, we're right now going through that. We're moving ourselves to a cloud, but we're doing it for a whole different reason. We've maintained two tier three data centers uh, of our own that we own. And, and the expense today of keeping up with the technological side of it, the server sides of it, is millions and millions of dollars a year. And right. you start doing that cost analysis of keeping two data centers, which were required for tier three because we have to have a geographical different location in case of a major catastrophic event, you're talking about spending money that's crazy. And because that technology is changing on servers every year, every two years, we've got to turn around and essentially flush servers down the toilet and buy new servers. And crazy. it's crazy. So we made the decision to do that. And now many of our partners are in the cloud and it truly will make the exchange of some of that information much, much easier and much faster pathways, much quicker response times and some of the things that we're doing. 
I think one Absolutely. of the advantages also was the was the ability for us to be able to aggregate data, clinical data. And I remember seven years ago, I was in New York with Brian and his partner, Erez, and we're having this conversation about, okay, so we've got this great system. How do we leverage it to collect research data? And you guys committed a lot of money and a lot of time in continuing to build on the system that you had in order for, for us to be able to do that. And I just want to let the audience know, and if you know me and Brad, you know we're both working on the future of chiropractic strategic plan. Genesis Chiropractic Software was the first software company to step up and say, we will give you our de-identified data. Of course, we'll do it within the, the capabilities of compliance and HIPAA and, and consent. But you guys were the first. You guys said, yeah, we were committed to chiropractic. We're committed to the profession and the patients that we serve. We're committed to continuous improvement. And it's just important to know because you know, if, especially at the beginning of an initiative like the Future of Chiropractic Strategic Plan, you know, it's also new. But, but Brian and his team said, nope, we're committed. We're going to make this happen. You know, we believe in this initiative and we're going to support it in any way we can. So I just want to acknowledge you, brother, because a lot of people don't know that, but I know it. Brad knows it. Now yeah. the world needs to know it as well. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, that was one of the things I knew in the beginning. You know, it wasn't clear how mm -hmm. we would get there, but again, I knew with that, with the cloud and what we're able to do with data just on billing, for example, that, um, cause we're able to do all kinds of analysis on data and figure out spikes and denial claims and all this stuff. I said, man, we could really, if we can get them to document. And then we, you know, that's years later, we, we meet in New York and it's still the mission, right. Yeah. Um, to, to capture that data and that documentation system is on its third iteration. Um, but getting better, right. Yeah. Really, really, it's getting to the point where, um, well, we already have the data, right? Remember we had the outcome assessment tools and all that kind of automated. Yeah. We said we got to get it out of the, you know, out of the doctor's hands. It's got to be automated to the patient yep. so we can get that on a consistent basis. Um, and if we can do that, which we've done, um, we can really get some powerful data in combination with reimbursements and all that. But yeah, it's, it's been the mission, you know, yeah. figure out how to, how to, prove the efficacy and, and feasibility of chiropractic care. Yep, I love it. Brian, I know that you guys just had a big announcement, some really exciting stuff going on with the company. So maybe you could just yeah. share with the audience, like what, what what's in the news, man? What's in the news? Well, um, like I told you, when we started that partnership all those years ago, we really kept it as sort of two separate companies for a lot of years um, for the, all this time. And it just became got to the point where we realized that there was a lot of inefficiencies and redundancies, and um, that we were just throw, you know throwing flushing money down the the toilet, so to speak. And um, so the the one company when we started was called Vericle, and Billing Precision was our original company that turned into Genesis, and Vericle turned into Clinic Mind. And so we had all this disjointed um, functionality, although our service has always been great and our customer service has always been great. For sure. It was getting to the point where we couldn't um, of, um, innovate fast enough and produce fast enough and make real good use of what we already had. So um, in December, we merged uh, Clinic Mind and Genesis. So uh, now the, the main company is called Clinic Mind. And then we have brands within Clinic Mind. Um, that one of which is Genesis. Uh, we also have a credentialing company, which we started wow. called Credit. Yeah. Um, so now we're able to 
uh, you're you're going to start seeing. We've you've seen probably recently how much how many new function functionality and new features have come out. Um, so we're really cranking out a ton of new stuff, um, and adding more services. Um, so so to our clients. So we're really excited about it. It's, uh, this year is so far so has been great. That's so. awesome. I know you guys are taking off. You guys are blowing up, which is awesome. And I also just yeah. want the audience to appreciate the fact that Brian gives us a story in two minutes, but it's sometimes years in the making. I'm sure when you're talk, talking about and going through a merger, it can be very stressful, uh, but yeah. you, you always come out in a better place. And so I'm, I'm just really happy for you guys. Thanks. Yeah, it's a big change. Um, you know, for our team, everybody's kind of nervous and having to reshuffle and kind of merge together and figure out where everybody stands and it's stressful on everybody, but I think everybody also sees the big picture. Yeah. And once the dust settles, it's all going to be great. <laughs> For sure. I love it. You know, I, I watch this industry uh, all over and I've been watching it for the last 20 years of my life of healthcare in general, how it's changing, uh, technology, how it's changing, how merger and acquisitions. I, you know, I used to be in a part of a three guys. We, uh, one of the three guys, we bought and sold businesses and, uh, flip them. And mm -hmm. so I was always watching M and a and, and in healthcare technology today, the last four or five years has really been fascinating of all of the global companies in healthcare that are coming and doing acquisitions and acquiring businesses and, and making these huge conglomerates, of healthcare in many different aspects. But we've had an event occur last week that has maybe radically upset that apple cart. Uh, United mm -hmm. Healthcare a couple of years ago purchased Change Health, which is the old WebMD, which is uh, the largest claims clearinghouse transactional company in, in healthcare, actually. You know, my estimate touches probably 70% of all the patients and all the transactions that happen through either mandated gateway uh, with payers. Uh, they were hit with a cyber attack last week and has brought them to a screaming halt. And, uh, uh, you know, every day I, I'm spending three or four hours dealing with, you know, what's going to happen, how are we going to do that, how are we positioning ourselves in different ways. We're blessed that about five years ago, we made a huge separation with change and uh, removed a lot of our stuff to go more direct to payers. So it hadn't affected it in a big way, but our phones are lit up with people trying to find where can we go? Do you, do you do things other than change health? And most of these big conglomerates have positioned themselves uh, to go through change or some one of the steps to go through change. Guys, I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen uh, for one time with them. They're a big organization, got a lot of money behind them. They're basically United Healthcare. And uh, what's funny is the United Healthcare Optum side, which has been their transactional side, is still sound and transacting business today. But Interesting. Change. And I thought I thought the cyber I thought the cyber event actually happened on the Optum side. That's what I've been told. It was ransom. You're familiar yeah. with that. Jay. Oh yes, I'm very familiar. I've been hacked. But I was told today in an update that they are not paying that ransomware. They are going to wipe servers and rebuild, which yeah. can take Ooh. a little while. So and, the problem, the problem is so multifaceted. But one of the biggest problems for us as providers is that they're going to use this as an excuse to delay claims even more. 
you know, it's just an opportunity for these insurance companies to be like, okay, we can just keep our money in the bank or our investments or crypto or whatever the hell they're investing in that much longer and, and watch the providers suffer and they just don't care. So, you know, honestly, like there should be some sort of regulatory oversight that says, if, you know, you, you got to get this fixed or pay fines, not to the government, but to providers like that, that would solve the problem or at least be a potential solution. I think yeah. that's an interesting thing, Jay, that's going to come from this. We have the same accreditation as change. So we go through the exact same process at our organization as they do. Mm-hmm. Um, we use accreditation that's high trust through ENAC organization. <clears throat> what you're going to see is, I promise in the next couple of months, that accreditation company is going to hammer everybody to oh, yeah. to try to fix some of those open doors. Now, I don't this could have come through an open door that other clearing houses just don't have because they don't have that tie and connection between the insurance payer like that. But it'll be an interesting dynamic in a week to see what's going to happen. And the billions of dollars that I think will be wrapped up and tied up, just like you said, what are they going to do with that? Because the payers that have made this exclusive relationship to only be represented by change they're not taking calls right now, the best we can tell. We've been trying for days to figure out, is there an alternative pathway? But they don't seem to have a way to accept claims anymore. Jacked up. Jacked up. All right, boys, I think we got to take a break. We do. When we come back, we're going we're gonna to end on some good news. So stay tuned, guys. Brad, you're going to take us out? Yep. We'll be right back. Listen for our sponsors. Come on back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Jay Greenstein. With me today is Dr. Jay Greenstein. Dr. Jay Greenstein. The world around us and healthcare specifically is changing at an exponential pace. Chiropractic is perfectly positioned like we have never been right now today to be more successful and to be more impactful for the communities and patients that we serve. There are all sorts of evidence-based guidelines that, that support the use of non-pharmacological approaches. But what I want America to know is that health doesn't come from a pill. It's our responsibility as healthcare providers to educate the community about the evidence that exists. We really need to have a private practice app, something that will help us engage with our patients in ways that they've never experienced before. The intersection of technology and quality care is where the future of healthcare is at, and I'm really excited to bring that forward in the future. Spreading the love. You're listening to the tech slot. It's TikTok. So we all feel it. Rent or dining out, gasoline or movies. As a matter of fact, the dollar is not going as far for a whole host of reasons. And it's impacting everybody, regardless of your financial situation. Did you know that 38% of the overall population is having to reconsider how they're spending their money just to afford the healthcare they need? And if you break it down further, 26% have actually delayed the healthcare that they need, including going to see you, the chiropractor. So here's what we need to know about the breakdown in demographics. You would think that someone who's making $120,000 or more would be continuing their care right now. But the actual number is 18%. 18% of that group is actually putting off healthcare. And that's a group of people making six figures. When you take that same information all the way down to a group making 40,000, that number's much higher. It's closer to 40%. 
So it's never been more important than now to make sure you've made it easy for your patients to come see you, that you have choices for them, and you understand what they're going through at home. We wanna make sure your practice thrives during this time, and we encourage you to learn about what Cairo Health USA can do for you and your practice and making it easy for patients to see you and continue care. to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk it's tech talk What's up, everybody? It's Dr. J here with my two very good friends, Mr. Brad Cost and Dr. Brian Capra from Genesis Chiropractic Software, but actually now Clinic Mind. Clinic Mind, we got to get yeah. used to that brand. Uh, love that name, by the way. So, Brian, I'm really curious to know you've had so much excitement, so many positive things happen just so far this year. What are you most excited about for the rest of 2024? Uh, man, I'm really looking for, oh, there's a lot of things that you know are under the radar people don't know about that we have coming out, we're going to really broaden our, uh, our offering quite a bit. So got to keep it on the low down a little <laughs> bit, but there is a lot coming. Um, and, uh, you know, we're poised. It's, it's really been, you know, a long journey and we're doing great, but I know we're also in a position to really take, take the market on strong. So I'm just excited about where we, we are and how long it took to get where we are and see it all come to fruition. You know, I know you know what it's like to build something and yeah. just get the first iteration out. And it takes a lot of hard work and focus and concentration. So yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm happy where we're at. I'm grateful. That's Brian, awesome. what is the, what does that mean for you personally? What how's your personal life changing over all this? No, my personal life is not changing so much. Um like maybe just more satisfaction, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not grinding and like, you, you, you know, in the beginning, you're just starting and trying to make something happen. But, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, you don't even know if it's ever going to come up. Right. So, but now you can actually see, and it just, it gets more exciting and more enjoyable the the more you go on. So, um, so we see that we see that you're in this beautiful studio and yeah. are, are there some things going on? Are you doing a podcast? Are you are you doing some? Are you doing TikTok? Are you doing exciting things like that that are a little bit perf different personal avenues than you've done in the past? I've I've started. So this is a really cool studio. I'm in Boca Raton, Florida, 
And um, yeah, I've started recording just a, a few thoughts off the top of my head, but I've also done a lot of these type of interviews where people were asking me to come on as a guest and on whatever topics. And we've recorded those and a lot of those are going to my personal Instagram. On the other side of the fence, uh, Dr. Paris, who's on uh, the Genesis team, is doing kind of like the other side of um, externally facing uh, webinars and that content's going on the Genesis Instagram. But yeah, all my content's kind of getting disseminated out into, I think it might be TikTok, but Instagram definitely, um, and LinkedIn and all those social channels. These days you gotta, gotta do something, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you just shameless plug. I'm actually doing uh, the webinar for Genesis tonight, so I'll, right, I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be your guest. So uh, right. you know, it's coming full circle. Yes, sir. Well, that's great. You know, this podcast TikTok has now moved to TikTok, and uh, oh. it's been sort of interesting, Jay. Uh, you you're getting all the views from the girls. I can tell. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that hair. Well, listen, Brian, thanks for spending time with us. But if we've got people in the audience that are interested in talking about your new product line, you know, or or things that you've got going on, how can they get hold of you? Where can they go? Is there a URL website they can go to? Yeah, the easiest is genesischiropracticsoftware.com. You can get a lot of information, schedule a consultation. Uh, If you're interested in credentialing, it's crededge, C-R-E-D-E-D-G-E.com. Uh, that's credentialing, so that you can go that route as well. Um, and you can see us on Instagram and Facebook and all the social channels as well. Genesis Chiropractic Software. You know what I would encourage everybody to do if you're if you're really unhappy or just marginally happy with your current EHR practice management system, like it only takes a tiny bit of time to do a demo to be exposed to what technology and automated workflow and data and reporting and insight into your practice can do for you. It's just a no brainer to do a demo. And so it doesn't take long, right, Brian? Like how long does it take? No, you can get a good amount of information in just one hour. Yeah. Uh, Which could change your life. So I I would encourage anybody who's considering it, just do it. Take that step, go to genesischiropracticsoftware.com, book a demo and, you know, Improve your life tremendously. That's my <laughs> advice. Now I'm speaking from experience, people, okay? Yeah, that's Thank great. you, guys. I appreciate you. Yeah, Brian, thanks for being with us today. Great. Congratulations. Okay. I, I appreciate yeah. I appreciate the connections that we're building in the future and things that are going on also. We, we look forward to a, a great relationship with you guys. Same. Thank, Thank you. you. Jay, where are you What's off to next? Here? Where are you off to next? Father, I don't, I don't go anywhere. I was planning on on going skiing, but I don't know that I'm going to end up being able to do that. But um, I don't think I'd go anywhere until the future of chiropractic strategic plan meeting in Wisconsin. Uh, Charlie Dubois from Standard Process, who all of you should know, he's an amazing dude, um, gives so much back to the profession. We need to get him on Tech Talk, actually. Uh, But we are going to uh, going to Wisconsin. He's going to give us a tour and we're going to have our meeting and uh, keep this progress going. Thanks to both of you guys. Yeah, that's great. I, uh, I've not been to the farm, but I hear it's an amazing, uh, amazing trip to take. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. You guys have fun. Thanks. Well, guys, it's, it's that time of the day. We're going to bring this to an end, uh, from my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein. I'm Brad Cost. Have a great day. See y'all. 